the college football experience and the college basketball experience weekend bombs edition of the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by hall of fame bets the sports betting research platform for parlays player props and game lines Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 30% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Uh, it's the NHL Gambling Podcast, essentially. The Hockey Gambling Podcast, the brand new YouTube page that they have. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Perfect uh, for any uh, street hockey that you'll be doing this winter. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. Once again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. <laughs> Yes, yes, Woo! welcome to the college experience. Yes, the college football experience and the college basketball experience weekend bombs edition. I mean, I can, I can keep playing that song. Uh, folks, how you doing out there in the world? Because we got a loaded slate of college hoops Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So switch from hoops to football, just like that. Boom. Boom. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, folks, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, as you know, uh, yeah, we just bounce around football, basketball, hell in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking college baseball. Make sure you check out the college baseball experience. But right now you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick. Don D, that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. You know, I tried to tell you about the Alabama Crimson Tide being just complete bullshit. I don't know how they got that game into overtime. All right. I tried to tell you that these Texas Longhorns couldn't couldn't guard the pass, but it's okay. You got your San Diego State. You got your San Diego State against against the uh, the Zags at the kennel. Folks, give it up for my co-host. Uh, he is live from the SGPN studios. Uh the host of the bottom line bombs podcast. They call him the man in the box, AKA the bet detective CJ Sullivan. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. You're right. I went on to had Bama. They, uh, the, the fact that they were only down three at halftime was amazing. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. They, they definitely got outplayed. I was, I was shocked at how just the, the line of scrimmage just dominated them. Um, also, I think what might be a bit overrated is giving Saban too much to prepare as it's like this legendary, like he's this legendary. He uh, never schemed up people. Like get the fuck out of here. Like, 
look, he's he's deserves a lot of accolades because he won that many championships, but he was also paying players. Like they're of course, I get it. What I'm saying is what what the two yeah. months off what the two months off does, it prepares all his five star all Americans to get healthy and play at one hundred percent. So then like with yeah. the talent, you know, where it's talent versus talent. It's not him schematicking. I mean, my thing is go look at when he was at, you know, schools that weren't willing to cheat. Mm-hmm. And and now everyone's I mean, we could start there. Like, I think he's a great coach, deserves credit, but at the same time, I thought this was his best coaching job all year. However, uh, I mean, since NIL's gone legal, he hasn't won a championship. I would also argue that when he was at Michigan State, he wasn't necessarily setting the world on fire. Um, at LSU in Alabama, when they were two of the twelve schools, fourteen schools that I think would definitely pay under the table, he was very successful and credit credit goes to him. Cause that's what the system was at the time. But at the same time, as a society, I think we kind of overrate, uh, that, that run there, that sure. what he does. Cause like I said, when he was at the smaller schools, even Toledo, he wasn't setting the world on fire. Yeah. That being said, Michigan was the right side, but that second half, they didn't have one successful drive until the one that mattered at the end to tie the game up. Their offense did absolutely nothing. Like well, they missed a field goal. They missed a field goal there. They yeah. did a field goal. Um, but that's what I. But that offense in the second half, of Michigan, is what I saw versus Iowa and like versus other teams. Like they, they when they played a real team, their offense really didn't wasn't that impressive. Now come come uh, Monday, they should be able to run at will. Well, I'm saying their offense isn't. I mean, I think statistically they're in like the sixties or seventies. Right. Um, so, but to me, how about Milrow? I think you only had one completion over 14 yards the entire game. Yeah, I know. It's almost like uh, a, a team with a backup quarterback would have had the same exact kind of passing offense. It's almost yeah, that, <laughs> I think he would have been better. Rotomaker. Absolutely. Rotomaker been better than that. Well, Rotomaker is actually all right. I think everyone thinks it's the third string quarterback that was in the ACC championship. Okay. If that's the case, yes. But Rotomaker started or came in that Louisville game two years ago. looked pretty damn good in that game against an eight win Louisville team. And then uh, played played good enough at the swamp. Yeah. He wanted to swap. I mean, you you would think you wouldn't have transferred if they were playing in the, you know, in the Rose bowl. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, because that was a bunch of bullshit. Alabama, I thought was clearly the most flawed. Like, yeah, that was the Alabama we saw during the season. That's the worst <laughs> Alabama team since 2008. And right. they still, and credit to Saban, as I know, I've just shit on him in a way. Mm-hmm. I, but at the same time, like that was his best coaching job that I've ever seen out of Nick Saban. I like how Georgia's not going to win a damn thing. And they're clearly the best team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say Oregon, Georgia, Dude, I was watching that Texas game and I'm like, Oregon would beat the shit out of Texas. Georgia, Oregon is the national yeah. championship game we deserve. Well, except Washington just beats I, Oregon every time they play. I, but, just, I know. Yeah. I, and I would make Oregon nine point favorites every time they play. They can play <laughs> 10 times. And I watch watching them beat them 10 times or I still make Oregon nine point favorites. Uh, Juke72 says Ohio State lost to Missouri. Yes, but they were on their third string quarterback, too. I mean, who the fuck? I don't know what to deduce from that. Missouri had a great year and they deserve a shot in the, in, in a larger playoff, but um, I don't know. It would have been interesting. That game was brutal. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I mean, Devin Brown gets injured early on. Yeah, that was brutal to watch. That one. Now the, the biggest sweat was my Iowa, Tennessee under 36 and a half. Cause Tennessee with uh, you know, under a minute left decided we're still going to 
run down the Eric field and try to yeah, score. Eric got it for the end zone. Who wasn't happy about that? Some uh, was Canel not happy. Someone, someone really made a stance about that. How they're trying to rub it in. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I, now, that I, mean, one, I was furious I at the time. Too. That one I called too because you're saying Iowa defense versus that rookie, you know, freshman quarterback. But it just didn't matter because I, I mean, anytime Iowa played any team with a pulse, that's what they looked like. <laughs> <laughs> they benched. They had the, they had the audacity to bench Deacon Hill. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect way for Francis Kid to go out. Get shut out. <laughs> to shut out his final two games, right? Didn't they get shut yeah. out against Michigan? What? Now he didn't even come close to that number, right? The twenty-five a game, three twenty-three. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I kind of impressed by that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? And then Texas Washington happened. What'd you make of that game? Texas Washington. I mean, how? I mean, I still don't understand. I mean, it was an amazing. You know, Penix amazing. Obviously, I love. I've, I was one bet on Penix and Washington all year, but I still don't comprehend what that rule is. First of all, how, how, how Texas got the ball back. Yeah. With, with, with I had to sweat to because of that shit. I, I'll well, be honest though. Uh, I, you were hit us over on the pass total passing on that final, the final two plays there, the, the Whittingham pass, mm. but I, I, I'm shocked that in this day and age where player safety is supposed to be such a big and important thing, right? Uh, that uh, if a player gets injured, so your your best strategy, if you have no timeouts, is to injure the player. Yeah, that try is. To injure them. <laughs> oh, what a dumb world we live in! You're like, how do you not fix that? So, okay, get them off the to the, to the sideline. Start that clock again. I got no and problem stopping the, the clock. And but. why is it Washington taking a knee there? Why are they even running the fucking? Ball? No, but I'm this scared. one makes a little more sense to me. I'm a, I'm a, see, because someone uh, Patty C tried to say this is like Mario Cristobal, and I'm like, no, no, it's not. Well, it's not like Cristobal. I get, I get it. Where you, there still would have been 15 seconds left, you know, if you take a yeah. knee and you got a punt. Well, what happens if you run for a first down? The game's over. Yeah, but they weren't even trying to run for a first down. What, what's more likely is an injury is going to happen, and you're going to give them a minute to ball. You're going to, you know, you have a f- more bad can happen than good can happen. Uh, well, look, here, I don't know because look, you if you run the ball, you can take off three to four seconds, right? Yeah. Uh, instead of taking a knee, there's going to be three or four seconds because the actual play then, uh, you know, then I also think if you do break it and get the first down, the game's over. Right. Of course. But the only thing you're worried about is punting the ball with 10 seconds ago. And you can do that quarterback. You know, I can now they should have brought the backup quarterback in because you know, I mean, well, backup, I'm sorry, backup running back in now um, he's going to play, but I mean, he can't be right. He can't be healthy. Right. Yeah. I don't panic as much as everybody else because I believe Washington can use the short passing game, almost like the run game. They do all that crazy shit with their wide receiver screens and stuff. And eight, you know, tight end will drop back. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, they'll, they'll, I think they'll be all right in that sure. capacity. So they'll be all right. and Michigan has never faced a quarterback like Penix. No, Michigan has faced well, who's the best quarterback Michigan totally totally <laughs> and he did pretty well, I guess. Yeah, they almost beat him. Yeah, know they almost beat him at Maryland. I uh, think the dome benefits the University of Washington a lot too with those wideouts. Those wideouts are amazing for sure. Yeah, I was also on the over on Penix rushing yards. He had not ran for any yards really this season, and mm-hmm. two critical third downs. He, I think, he rushed for thirty-two yards. If memory serves me correct. Yeah. And two critical third downs he ran. I look for that to be more of an X factor in this game too, 
especially with the amount of times, you know, uh, Michigan does, does go man a lot too. Uh, but that means you normally have your, uh, you know, your back to the quarterback. Um, so, uh, I look for that to happen more too. And, uh, just, I'll go right into this. Give me Washington in the points, sprinkle the money line. Yeah. Why not? I mean, they're, they're, they're only the best team from the best conference of the country. That's, and they have, they are undefeated and they've played like six straight, decent opponents and won them all by three points. I feel like when a game gets tight. Yeah. With you. And I know Michigan pulled it out and it was very, it was pr- very impressive the way Michigan came back and, and won that. And they're obviously the force there in overtime. Um, but I don't trust McCarthy in those, in those tight situations there at the end. If it gets, cause they to be honest with you, they haven't had too many that to deal with this year. Cause they've blown out so many teams. Um, push. Well, and they, they kind of celebrated like they won the national championship. Oh my God. And Leighton Penix was there. We got one more to go. Like, what are we talking about? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It, it, I will give them that. It did feel, it felt like a national championship media wise, just because of all the hype of Michigan and Alabama and Rose bowl and shit. But yeah, I think they're going to be, they're going to be in for something with Washington, but when our offense is rolling, no one's stopping it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also have a uh, well. If and and do you have a play on the total in that game by chance? Fifty six and a half is what I'm currently seeing. Washington, Michigan, fifty six and a half. Well, yeah, I see Washington throwing the ball, Michigan. Now, will they be able to? They have the they now they might have the best offensive line in the country, Washington, right? Yeah, at least uh, they won the Joe Moore Award for it. So there you go. Um, so I have hope. I would I would hope that they would be able to protect them. Tech Panics better than Alabama. Well, you know why Alabama couldn't is because, well, first off, Alabama's offensive line was 111th in sacks out mm-hmm. of 132 teams. They were they were a weak point. This is why I argued Florida State over Bama. All I don't believe that I, I, like Alabama was. If this was an Alabama team from the past couple of years, then I would say, yeah. oh, okay. But this was an extremely flawed version of Alabama, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And uh, and and you know. Washington not only has that, but Gibbs or not Gibbs. Why do I always say Jameer Gibbs? Um, Jalen Milrow yeah. could could not stretch the field. Like you have to respect yeah. Michael Penix's deep ball, which means I think it, you know. It, it, not only that, he's super elusive. So like if you blitz and miss, which we saw Texas, who people thought Texas had the best defensive line in the country, better than Michigan's, even coming into last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then they didn't get a sack and cause Penix is elusive. And when he's elusive, if you miss and you blitz, those receivers will make you pay. So it's going to be a fascinating matchup. As far as styles go, I lean over, but I feel like everybody's on the over so far. Yeah. How do you not take the over? It's just <laughs> the, the, the reason why I can see the under, I mean, if Michigan controls the clock, which they will, they should control time possession. I don't see Washington be able to stop Michigan running the ball, which is uh, a problem. Now we got a problem. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. the only problem. And when Washington does score, it would be, it'll be more of a faster pace. So I can see Michigan, of course, wanting to slow the game down. And that's 56 and a half. Now we got a problem. Now, we got a problem. now, uh, now, I thought Texas would run more. Yeah, right. Even they, though they they, they could have ran the ball more. They, they, I mean, I thought they would run the ball more. Like I'm talking before they got down double digits. They yep. should have been running the ball more, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, even though they didn't have their superstar, they still had blue. They have plenty of running backs. Yeah, yeah. it's Texas. Come on, it's it's Texas, <laughs> right? 
Now that game is on Monday. Yep. That's games on Monday. And then the dumb, dumb FCS. What are they doing? Why is this Monday? Because the TV networks own college sports. And I can't believe it either. This is the stupidest. So let me get this straight. And there's a slot for you on Saturday. Or you could have done Monday before the national championship. Do a lead up. I know anything. You can do a lead up before the Steeler game on Saturday. Anything. So, uh, folks, what he's referring to is the we have the FCS national championship, which I can't wait to watch. But at the same time, uh, if you're not, you know, I think the average American, yeah, is a college football and an NFL fan. Sure, but this makes uh, sense. Right. But they're probably FBS fans, but they're, they're down to watch the FCS. If they're not competing against a playoff week, essentially, because certain teams are fighting for playoff life. Like mm-hmm. what are they doing? Putting this at su- on Sunday at uh, 11 AM. That's like, that's even funnier. 11 AM Pacific. That's like in the middle of the game too. Like you, you, you <laughs> it's so crazy. It's the worst time slot, Bob. Most of them as a halftime show. They're playing like like they're like, like they're top Warner kids. Halftime at the Miami Buffalo game. We're gonna have these little guys from Montana. Go to state. Maybe the best FCS team in history. I mean. Epic fail. Once again, yeah. the, the college sports, football, basketball, it doesn't matter the sport, even baseball, no. they lack leadership and organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the first examples I would make. I, and, I, and look, I'm like Patty C, even the FBS national championship. I don't need it on a Monday. Your whole season, you play into the Saturday theme, put the fucking game on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Put it on Saturday. It'd be perfect. Just like an yes. army navy on its own in the middle. Yes. Yes. God. And you could even do the lead up. Imagine that. Because FCS is still D1 football. Mm-hmm. You go, hey, guess what? Both D1 national championships at noon Eastern, you can kick the FCS or whatever, noon Pacific, yep. whatever, and lead into that. You could actually do This is why the networks are so stupid. You could do a triple header. You could have the NFL game after that or vice versa. You could open up with the NFL game. It's it's terrible. Anyway, Montana's catching thir- this line has been skyrocketing. It was 12 and a half uh when I did the show what just about 36 yep. hours ago. 13 and a half now at bet online, 49 and a half total. Um that's crazy. To be honest with you. I mean, I love obviously South Dakota State they say is maybe one of the top three FCS teams in the last like 30 years. I'm, I'm hearing multiple NFL players on that offense. And uh, I think multiple on the defense too. So yeah. to show you how good they are folks, if, um, they were, if they were an FBS team, I think they'd be top 20 ranks. I mean, they're yeah, one of the no, I, I think you're right. They're a pretty fucking complete team. And you know, no. I I'll put it like this. I think they could win the big 10 West. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, that being said, I like Montana plus the points. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of points. I, mean, yeah. I think that's a little swollen up that line for sure. I, I completely agree. And the fact that this game's not in Brookings, this is in, right. uh, you know, uh, Frisco, Texas. Now, mm-hmm. and ever since, ever since uh, Montana went to Clifton McDowell, the dual threat quarterback, you know, out the gate, my, Montana was a, a very suspect the first four or five games. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to the FCS college uh, football experience, which I host, like we kind of were giving Montana shit the first five weeks as a, as a 
you know, kind of a shitty team that didn't deserve to be ranked where they were. Mm-hmm. Then they made that quarterback change and the team kind of got behind McDowell. And from there on out, they've won everything. And uh, there were some close calls or some crazy games. Another thing is their special teams has been incredible during this playoff run. I want to say they have three kick returns or punt returns combined for a touchdown. Save their bacon uh, versus uh, uh, the one playoff game. Was it Nova? Who would they play when they brought that kick? To the, they brought two kickoffs, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to yeah. say it was Furman. For, right. Furman. They had two right. returns for a touchdown in the Furman game. Mm-hmm. Where but, late uh, 17. But the North Dakota State game, punt return for a touchdown at a critical play yes. to give them the lead. Uh, so that that's another X factor. But Bobby Hawk is no stranger to you know success in the FCS. His first tenure at at, at Montana before he took the UNLV job, mm-hmm. uh, he took Montana to three national championships. Never got the win. So this could be his his. He's got that chip on his shoulder too, which I I think is great extra added motivation. The game's on ABC. The totals at forty nine and a half. I'm all over Montana plus 13 and a half. I do think South Dakota state's probably going to win the game, but I think it's still yeah. worth yeah, for taking sure. that sprinkle on that plus 400 just because everyone's been talking South Dakota state all year. And, and here's another thing. Montana handled Montana state, Montana state uh, almost beat South Dakota state. They basically passed for a game winning touchdown Incredible. back in, back in week two or three where the, on, on replay, he stepped out of bounds. Uh, before he caught the ball, which uh, negated Montana state's win. But that, that was a close game. And I think that's what, that that's a good indicator for Mo- Montana being able to keep it close with the Jackrabbits. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Now what, what, also we got a little, maybe tragic magic for legendary coach. Don Reed passed away. I saw years. that. Oh. I saw that rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace right there. Maybe, if we can get a little, maybe he did it for the program. You know, I'll give him a little extra. I would do it. Look, you're at the end of the line anyway. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so you're telling me we're getting 13 and a half. The line keeps going up. Coach, we got tragic magic. We got the Bobby Hawk chip on his shoulder. Never won a national championship. What could go wrong? What, what could go, go wrong here? And they've been um, in tight ones. And if the game gets tight, you know, I mean, obviously the overtime game was awesome last, uh, last, last week. It was like a, Two months ago, it seems like another ridiculous thing that this FCS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, both, both the FBS too. Yeah. FBS. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I barely remember that, but that was the game of the year, that ND State game. You know, that the, the overtime game, and uh, yeah. and you know, and they take off, and now where and, and where are they playing this game at again? Frisco, Texas. Frisco, Texas. All right. Mm-hmm. ABC is the network. The totals at forty nine and a half. I actually think. Wait, I think it's going to be nice weather though. Part of my handicap earlier in the week was it was looking like it was going to be cold. I'm seeing like 59. Yeah. That uh maybe you do play the over. I was thinking under originally. What do you think about this total? You're thinking under? Originally, but I thought it was going to be a lot colder. Right. I've seen these games like Montana JMU played, I'm sorry, North Dakota State JMU played here a couple of years ago and it was like snowing. So it was like I that normally it factored into the handicap here, but 59 degrees, maybe you get a little more offense than we think. Absolutely. Well, the, the only game they looked bad, they were Titan was that Villanova game when it was the bad weather and they couldn't have wind and all that. And they took, what was it? A block punt. That, yeah. yeah. that was the only reason that would have been a shocking upset. The other times they've been absolutely dominant. I mean, they destroyed my Albany. 
my uh, <laughs> my Albany too. Yeah, you're all our yeah. Albany. All right, our Albany Danes, fifty nine nothing. Mercer before that, forty one nothing. Um, I, I. I kind of lean over in this game. I just think it's with the warm weather. I do. I like, uh, I certainly, I certainly like Montana to score some points. So that's all, all they're going to take. If they get, if they get 14, 20 points on the board, it's going to go over. Yeah. Yeah. I think you might be right now. I'm switching my pick. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm switching my fucking under pick. I'm going. I'm going now. I got something for that. Um, uh-huh. Well, well, I don't get the rain man cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five. Um, because there, really, there's, uh, I think, by the way, tide turning. I see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of turn. It's easy to see a tide turn. Oh, uh, <laughs> did I say those words? Did I, did I say those words? Uh, what, what did you say about Lou Holtz? There's been there was great like Lou Holtz memes online after after Ohio State lost as they pointed out to into Missouri in the bowl game. But like Lou Holtz now is like celebrating the Ohio State to Ryan Day. <laughs> it, was, it, it was all videos of like old men dancing. It's just it, they're all pretty great. None of, none of them were unfunny. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's classic material right there with the way Day said we're a physical football team. Why would why would Lou Holtz yeah. say that about our team? Where's Lou Holtz? At? <laughs> Lou Holtz is watching fucking Jeopardy. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's watching Jeopardy. He doesn't even know he's watching Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lou Holtz. Uh, why would he uh, say that about our team? We're so physical. <laughs> um, folks, we're going to talk a little college hoops before we get to the, you know, the pretty fire weekend in college hoops we got upon us. Yeah. But before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher, or lower in your favorite players, fantasy stats and cash in people. So what are you doing? Watch along, make picks and make some extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code TCE SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdog fantasy promo code TCE SGPN. We're also brought to you by the hockey gambling podcast hoodie. Look, it's the high, it's, it's the winter. You're out there playing slap shot with your pals. You know what I mean? You're on your street hockey. You know, prison rules, all that good stuff. Get yourself a nice hockey gambling podcast hoodie. Because yes. you get checked and you're wearing that thing. We used to play street hockey and you get checked in like a car, a parked car, right? Well, if you're wearing this this nice brand new hoodie, A, you're gonna look good getting checked into the car, but also B, it's gonna help protect your your bones from hitting that old Honda Accord there. Uh, so bounce what right are you off. doing? Yeah. Bounce right off, man. Put that on top of your other shitty sweatshirt. You've been wearing for years. Old Linda might be interested in you. Uh, so <laughs> folks, what are you doing? Check out the hockey gambling podcast and their new YouTube channel. They're giving away a hoodie. What are you doing? Sports slash HGP. That's sports slash HGP. All right. We are back on the College experience weekend bombs and look, we got Friday, Saturday, 
Sunday college hoops. You were you were you were hot the other night when the Aztecs went up into that fucking kennel mm. and pissed hey. on the faces of all those loyal loyal hey, Gonzaga it. Bulldog fans. San Diego State not getting the respect anymore, but yeah, they pissed all over the Zags. They did, and now now so look Friday. I know Saturday is the unbelievable card for college hoops, but Friday there's a couple couple ones out there I want to ask you about. All right. You know, these Yukon Huskies. You know, <laughs> Donovan Klingon, their big man, is is out for I think two weeks, they said. Right. Now they gotta hit the road to go to a legendary place. Great. I I highly recommend if you haven't been to the stadium to check out Hinkle Fieldhouse where uh, where the movie Hoosiers was shot. It was also where the actual game that Hoosiers was based on yeah. uh, took, took place. That is Butler's home, uh, home stadium there in Indianapolis, Indiana. This game's on Fox sports one tomorrow night. I right. personally think we might have a live one as I'm seeing right. UConn uh, lay at five. We think I got it six and a half. Oh, wow. Wow. See, no cause I was pulling that up. No money line yet, but I see six and a half. Uh, from bet online. We uh, have yeah. to, we have to take Butler. You're right. The big man is out seven foot four clinging. Um, yeah. You got to take Butler here. It'll be, the place will be lit. Now UConn does. I mean, it's good. That this is happening to them now, you know, the, with clinging on out, they can, they can navigate through this. Cause I, they have a couple games in a row here that are handable. The Butler, Xavier, and I think Georgetown are coming up. So if they think they go two and one, one to do during that, then get them back. They'll be okay. I mean, they'll, they'll be okay anyway, but I, 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 I'm with you on this one. I think that first game, I like Butler. I think we got a live dog at, at ah. Hinkle there. Let's go. This is, this is like a decent sized uh, pointer. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I there we go. Uh, wanted to ask you also, um, Illinois basketball keeps winning despite uh, uh, rape charges, uh, and 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 uh, they they head to West Lafayette to take on Purdue, who always where you replicate the duck. Illinois, Illinois rape charges. Purdue, yes. Is thirteen and one. They're the number one team in the nation. They're at home. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got a line on this over there at Bet Online. I'm looking at ten and a half. I think we lay it because yeah. <laughs> I think it all comes crashing down for the Eli and I here. I've been impressed that since that news broke and Terrence Shannon was arrested, essentially, yeah, uh, they beat the piss out of uh, Fairleigh Dickinson, and then they uh, drilled a Northwestern team that a lot of people have in the NCAA tournament this year. Huh. So. They've been they've been weathering the storm. Can they go into uh, you know one of the better college basketball environments there at the Mackey Arena and get the dub? I don't think so. I think we lay the big number. I think it all comes crumbling down here uh, against this Purdue team that I will fade in March yet again. What are you doing here? Yeah, Purdue's on a mission this year, though. I mean, there's they've they've already got huge wins in the bank. With Gonzaga, Tennessee, but even recently, Arizona, Maryland, Alabama, all away from the uh, hometown. You're taking them home. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think Illinois is in trouble Friday night. Yeah. So, I mean, we got our yapper. We got our favorite for mm-hmm. Friday. 
Uh, let's jump into the Saturday slate. Unless you have anything else on the Friday slate you want to talk Friday about. Friday night slate. Um, as far as a little little fella, little 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 ankle grabber dog, you know, when you come in, kind of grips on your jeans a little bit, like hey, what's like that? Oh, don't mind him. He'll get. He's just sniffing you out. But meanwhile, he's he's, he's biting out your goddamn socks and shoes. <laughs> Late night Friday night. I like San Jose State. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Tim Miles doing a great job with that program. Probably should have beat Wyoming the other night in Laramie. Absolutely uh, should have. So they're picking up five at home versus Boise. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, I also want to throw out that uh, Bowling Green getting nine and a half. Ooh, that's just nice size dog right there. I, know, Ak- I do think Akron's the best team in the MAC, but I think it's a little bit too many points, and it's a rivalry game. So. That is a lot of points to gobble up. That's that's definitely the right side. It's already down to nine. That's so much on the right side. It's already down to nine. There we go. There we go. Uh, Saturday slate is unbelievable, man. It, the, the, it's by far, if you follow college hoops, it is the best Saturday of the season uh, thus far. And and I think you might even have be able to have an argument that it might be the best Saturday all the way until late February. Wow. Um, a lot of you. It's kind of like separation Saturday, in my opinion. Like you have a lot of teams that are 12 and two, 11 and three, 13 and one, all doing battle against one another. And uh, I think the big one out the gate uh, is Kentucky, Kentucky, Florida, heading to heading to Gainesville, mm-hmm. take on uh, Todd golden and those Gators. I'm not buying into this uh, Gator stuff yet. He's see Todd Golden. They're they're, they're looking the part this year, but they yeah. haven't really beat great teams yet. Okay. I know you could argue is Kentucky truly a great team because they're young. John John Calipari lost a ton of production from a year ago, yeah. but I think this Kentucky team is better than last year's Kentucky team. Oscar Tashibe really was not a great defender, mm-hmm. um, and I just felt like the locker room was all over the place in that, uh, on that team last year. And that's why they didn't do anything. Um, I do think Kentucky's the better team here. And I know this place will be lit, but I think I'm going to ride Kentucky until Florida proves to me. I know Florida used to be really good, Billy Donovan, all that stuff, but they need to prove to me that they're back. What are you doing here? Well, I agree with you with Kentucky being better this year, talent wise. I like I like what they're doing. Um, they are very young. My only fault, my only problem with this is they haven't played a road game. They haven't played a real road game yet. They had one was at Louisville, but come on, the yeah. first part half the house is Kentucky fans. Yeah, Papa John yeah. had switched. He's no longer yeah. wearing his uh, Louisville clothes. <laughs> He's wearing that that big blue nation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So a young team, SEC opener on the road in the you know in the swamp down there. You're right, Florida might not be uh, as overrated. What, the, the look ahead line is what minus two and a half. The Gators will be laying. Yeah, um, it'll be a growing experience for Kentucky, no matter what. Cal Fair, I'm sure is you know happy this game's going to happen. Uh, I I can't back Kentucky on this just because it's their very first true road test of the year. Yeah, okay. but that doesn't mean I want Florida though. <laughs> at the same time, because I I kind of agree with you that I I they're they're a little overrated. I think Kentucky, I mean, not for nothing, should beat them. But yeah, I, 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 it's a t- that's a tough spot for your first road game. It's a tough spot. Pretty let's easy. let's stay in the SEC. Okay. I think we got a I think we got a decent size. Uh, you know, 
uh, chocolate lab. <laughs> All right. And uh, Chesapeake lab, I guess they call that uh, mm-hmm. in Fayetteville. Mm, okay. Auburn. Auburn is, uh, you know, coming into Bruce Pearl. I yes, they've looked great this, this season for the most yes, part, they have. but they lost their only other road game, which was at app state Auburn laying six and a half, seven in Fayetteville. I actually think this line will probably drop a little more to like five and a half or something, uh-huh. but still, you know, Arkansas muscleman struggles in November. They, they start to look a little bit better, but they're still struggling in December because they get yeah. all those portal guys. By the time conference play comes around, I feel like the team's a lot better. This stadium is going to burn down. I don't care. <laughs> I, like, they don't have anything. I, like, come on. This, like, this is, I think one of the biggest home court advantages and you're going to make them a dog against the number what uh, a, what a top 10 or top 25 team yeah. in the country. Uh, I'm all over Arkansas money line. What yeah. Are you doing here? Wow. I like, I like, I like to call it. I mean, I'm <clears throat> sorry. We might be jumping ahead with this Arkansas team. You're right. They do get better as the season goes along and it is, but it's January. It's time to crank it up. And I do like this. And I do like this Auburn team. They're one of the best shot blocking teams. They have a good offensive chem uh, palm rating. I don't know how you are with the chem palm ratings. You think it's a fraud. Um, <laughs> hey, I mean, he's a Virginia tech graduate, just like real money. Kramer. He can't, can't be trusted, but uh, <laughs> uh, they got a deep squad, but yeah, I think you're right. I think there's, I think this is kind of an Irish setter. Uh, wait, waiting to uh, waiting to get bit down there. Cause you know how pearl teams they're deep, but they're not exactly top heavy. So I'd like Auburn later on in the season, but I think, I think Arkansas can get them here. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, there's a couple other big time sec games, but that's the dog that I love. And there's a, there's a few dogs that I like a lot, but Alabama is heading to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt <laughs> yeah. five and eight Vanderbilt, Jerry Stackhouse. Now, uh, last time they played Alabama almost won by 60. I think it was like a 56 point win, 57 point win back last January. Uh, Vanderbilt, ex- I believe they extended Jerry Stackhouse's contract last year. If they, after they almost made the NCAA tournament, but whew, it has been tough times in Nashville as they have, uh, they lost to Presbyterian, the blue hose. They lost to uh, what I feel like. Who was it? Who else was it? it was a Western Carolina. I think it got them. Yeah. Um, now they did just play well at Memphis, almost won at Memphis. And then they drilled uh fucking Dartmouth. Um, but any chance you're taking a, a flyer on the <laughs> Commodores <I> against <laughs> <laughs> depends on what you mean by flyer. Do they think I can get the, the get this out right? Who knows? I mean, wait. No, the answer is no. But <laughs> Alabama, their offense is still the Alabama's offense, but that defense is so terrible. I mean, yeah. anything can happen. They, they've been bad. They lost five. They gave up. Uh, let's see. They gave up eighty-five points uh, in about what five losses in a row they had. Is that what they had before the season yeah. play started? Yeah. Five losses in a row to give up 85 points to each of the five points. I mean, yeah, I, I do not like this Alabama team at all. But I mean, oh my God, a back and forth. Vandy, what's the, what's the look ahead line there? 20 points? I'll take that 20 points of Vanderbilt for sure. I mean, with that kind of defense, I'm not laying 20 against anything, especially on the road. 
Yeah, I mean, I I feel like you got to take the points there, but it wouldn't shock me. Little revenge angle with Commodores. That'd be a huge Irish setter right there. (laughs) That'd be a a Marmaduke. Have you ever seen a game at this stadium? Like Vanderbilt? Like their stands are like below the uh, yeah, the elevated court, whatever like that. The ACL. It it, 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 dri- it drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah, it, I don't dri- it drives me absolutely crazy. Why anyone would want to go support that? But um, and then there's another one undefeated, uh, undefeated Chris Beard and Ole Miss heading into Knoxville. Mm. Uh, Rick Barnes always fire in the regular season. I feel like right. It's a big number. I'm uh, thinking 12, 11 and somewhere around there. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be double digits. If I had to guess just because, so it it's uh, the suspected line at the moment mm-hmm. is uh, where the hell is this game? Um, you can't find it. Did they take it off the board right now. I saw it earlier. Um, uh, here it is. It's 12, 12. Yeah. Oh, all right. 12 points. I'm actually going to take old miss, but I don't think they're going to win that thing on the money line, but I just think it's a little, both teams are great defensively. Mm-hmm. I could see it being a little, little rock fight. Um, I like, I love that. This is my, one of my favorite dogs. I love Tennessee in this game. I mean, I don't think Ole Miss has played anybody. Yeah, so far, and I think, and I think there's like, and it's not. I mean, yes, they've been impressive, obviously. They're on feed, and there's nothing you can say about that. But they're gonna get. I mean, they're gonna get woken up. I think in this game, they're gonna get. It's gonna be a, like you said. It's gonna be a rock fight. It's gonna be shakedown. We'll see what happens. I'll definitely sprinkle some on the money line in this Tennessee, and I'll I'll gobble those twelve points, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, there's a couple others I want to talk about folks, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience and college football experience are brought to you by game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event. Shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You could stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for the fun you'll be having at that very event. So what are you doing folks? Snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, uh, create that account, redeeming code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. We're back. And and we have some, we have some, uh, I mean, there is also a Mississippi State, South Carolina game going on in the SEC, but it's a short line. Uh, back that old miss comment I made up. Uh, not made up. <laughs> that I said. Someone put this in the comment. Uh, and your boy Kempom. Ole Miss is not according to Kempom, their non-conference schedule, and they haven't started a conference yet, is, is ranked 274. <laughs> and now they're gonna lead up at in Knoxville. Now yeah. we got a problem, baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that just seems that that's, seems that's a joke. Yeah. Uh I got 
the fuck is that? Curious, you're so the, the Saturday card still has a bunch of other ones. Uh, there's another dog that I absolutely love. Here. And it's in Bloomington, Indiana. Mm. Honoring Bobby Knight's life. Honoring Bobby Knight's life for the 19th time. Well, you know what? They're playing Ohio State, obviously, your Buckeyes. And then uh, he played there. He played, played there back there. in the maybe day. He's an Ohio maybe, guy. Yeah, maybe that's why they're using this as another Bobby Knight tribute. Though. Every time, every game, every home game. Now, that's the thing. Uh, Buckeyes are laying five and a half. Man, man, the Buckeyes have been living on the edge. Man, they they should have lost to West Virginia in Cleveland uh, about a week ago, and then they almost got they they barely got by the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers the other night. Yep. I think them coming into uh, Assembly Hall. No, no, no. I know Indiana hasn't has been injured. You know, had some injuries. I think Xavier Johnson's back. I don't care if they're if 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 they got guys out or not. This is a lit environment. Indiana's yeah. winning this thing on the money line. I love it. I love Indiana here. I have nothing but to back you up with all of your statements there. I do. I do not have any faith in this Ohio State team. And you go on the road and true test there. True test in a lit Bloomington on Bobby. Oh, yeah. yeah, light up those chairs, toss them in the court, and uh, I like them outright. I don't even like you said. I don't even want these points. Yeah. Yeah. Just get out of here. Play that money line. I'm going to ask you about a couple others. I'm just going to rattle off some and tell me if you, if you, if you think you got potential dog barking, uh, Villanova hosting Rick Pitino. Wow. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Four and a half Villanova minus four, four and a half. Uh, they're coming off at that tight win Villanova. Um, they held on. It was, it was impressive. One point winner there. Uh, but Nova's bounced back. You know, they went from a biz. They have some of the best wins and some of the worst. Losses. <laughs> yes. You yeah. know? Any Philadelphia school or Pennsylvania right. school they lost yeah. to. So that's my answer to that question. Is St. John's from Philadelphia? Yes. No. <laughs> and no. Give me Nova. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what about the likes of say, Texas tech face going into Austin, Texas for the last time of the foreseeable future. They are getting four and a half, maybe four. So the longhorns are a home favorite. Uh, Any chance that uh, them boys in Lubbock come into Austin, Texas with Matthew McConaughey in in town and and McConaughey. Yeah. It's still (laughs) lingering around the whereabouts. He's on the bench. He's on the field. He's, (laughs) he's a Texas Waldo out there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely think Texas is right for an upset here. Like you were saying, the last of the drivers going in there. Um, I'm not too impressed with them, so I don't know. I I, I wouldn't mind taking I can see Texas Tech taking this down. Uh Marquette is in Newark taking on Seton Hall. Mm. Hall Seton Hall just had a gigantic win in yeah. uh in at the dunk in, in Providence, Rhode Island against the Friars. Yep. Uh this line I'm currently seeing where, where the hell is this? I'm drawing a blank on it right now, but uh, I believe it was. So uh, Marquette minus six and a half on the road in Newark. What do you think? <laughs> there it is. Six and a half in Newark. You're right. It's a letdown spot, but this is a classic Saturday. It was classic Saturday morning games up in uh, North Jersey. That's uh they're, they're trouble. So even though it is a letdown spot, I'll take I'll take the points with Seton Hall. 
I just think they just, just they just won though. They just won. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's also yeah one of those things that can be over with before before you even wake up on Saturday morning for sure. They I'm backing off this one, but I, but I see a couple of, like you know who plays Kansas really well every year. Uh, TCU Jamie Dixon for some reason something he does fucks with Kansas. I feel like I feel like they're two and three in their last five, but mm-hmm. their three losses are all by like two points, four points, six points. TCU is going to be getting. I actually think this line is going to be more like nine. I'm seeing seven and a half right now. I think it's going to be nine because yeah. of going into the fog, one of the toughest places in the country to win. I don't know about a money line play, but I think they can cover the nine. How about you? The nine. Well, it's, it's a match. Like if he does have a history with them. I mean, obviously on paper, it's it should be it's a mismatch, Kansas against TCU. Um as far as big, they don't get into the heart of the Big Twelve conference until a little while. They don't play Houston and Baylor until February, I believe. Or yeah. BYU. Um, so they have I know they go to UCF on this week as well. Um I don't know. I don't I see Kansas being ready okay. for that. That's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off. Let me let me know if any of these are appealing to you. Utah getting eight and a half in Tucson against Arizona. Zona's lost, uh, you know, lost the other night, but they also get the buffs tonight. So they might get back on the winning side of things just before the Utes play them. Uh, there's also North Carolina Clemson, huge game in the ACC. Clemson's laying three and a half. Um, Cincinnati's had a great start to the season. They head to the Super Soaker to take on BYU, who looks really good as well. BYU's laying 11. Any chance the Bearcats would be one of your plays? I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> I, I lean BYU minus the points in that one. You? Yeah, I like BYU for sure there. Um, just to rattle off all the ones you went, but North Carolina's playing great ball right now. Arizona, they just had a rough holiday. Like a bunch of us, they took the holidays off, you know. So I, <laughs> so I, I can see them getting back to work now that it's come January. I mean, that was a bad New Year's Eve loss to Stanford. That was that was a really bad New Year's <laughs> Eve loss to Stanford. Uh, I'm trying to think. Baylor's laying four in Stillwater. There's uh, Rutgers catching five and a half in Iowa City against the Hawkeyes. Col- you know, here's a dangerous one: Colorado at Arizona State and Tempe. Buffs are laying seven and a half points, but Arizona State is a strange team. Man, when they're hot, they could beat anybody. They could also lose to anybody. Yeah, uh, th- that's one. As a Colorado, as, I mean, I follow Colorado's program a little closer than most. Uh, they never do well when they're a heavy favorite, in my opinion. So and and on the road they're much different. Obviously, they have a huge home court advantage there in Colorado. But when they get away, things games, games can get away from. Yeah, yeah. What, what, I, what is that line they're laying? Seven and a half. They're laying. We might have a we might have a yeah we might have a money line play. And Bobby, the only problem is I hate betting on Bobby Hurley. Yeah, I know. That's, that's true. I know he's a Jersey guy. I know you're good friends with him, but uh, <laughs> they're the heart. They're the Jersey Harbaugh's, the Hurleys. <laughs> uh, Another interesting one is Nebraska at Wisconsin. The amount of white people on the court will uh, be astonished. Alarm. Actually, yeah, that'll and, be and, alarming. This is a children of the corn matchup. <laughs> <laughs> but but Fred Hoiberg, the mayor's got Nebraska playing good ball. They just took down the Indiana Hoosiers and the Michigan Trump State mayor. Spartans. Yep. They're catching seven. They're catching seven in, in Madison. I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah. I don't know. I like that Wisconsin team. They but they just came off a big win versus Iowa, and um, 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind taking those points. I mean, it was, it's tough to go. To, it's tough to go to Madison and play there for sure. Um, they got. Do they do the jump around for basketball too? No, they don't. But they. Uh, <laughs> they get. Yeah, I was going to say they give the middle finger to those sick kids, but that's Iowa that does the uh, sick kids. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I see you're leading Nebraska this one. Hoiberg, you like Hoiberg going in there? They got you know they got the white power to bring it in. You got to fight white on white. You know. Yeah. <laughs> How about UNLV catching 11 in San Diego, taking on San Diego state? Um, I was just saying beforehand, San Diego state's not getting respect. First, they were getting too much respect. Then they were getting no respect. Now they might be pushing it back. That seems like a lot for a team. It's not the same team that went to the championship game last year by any means. Um, defensively at least. And uh, yeah, I'll take the points with that. I think I like the points too. Duke yeah. is in South Bend. We saw Notre Dame knock off Virginia and Tony Bennett uh, two games ago. Duke's laying eight and a half, nine in South Bend. Uh, no one will be at this game because you alluded to this. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still s- school's not back in session. I don't know who the f- Duke fans will probably be at this game, right? Right. <laughs> I feel um, like Chicago's not that far away. So what is this? This is Virginia at Duke. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Duke at, at Notre Dame. Duke at Notre Dame. All right. I thought you said Virginia before. Uh, Duke at Notre Dame. You're right. No one will be there in the private school. Just the Olive Garden will be open on that strip there, that fake college football. <laughs> <game>. um, <laughs> Not even Legend Sports Bar will be open. <laughs> it's right there on campus. Uh, there is. Yeah, I can't. Line around, can't. Line around the block on game day. I can't take, I I can't fucking take uh, this Notre Dame team's not there yet. Even though they beat Virginia. That that's why you heard me say Virginia, by the way, yeah, I was just going to say, well, Virginia's not good this year. Yeah. They're struggling. I mean, they're Virginia struggling right now. They lost with 20, 24 to Wisconsin, 23 wait, to Memphis. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We have a Virginia's catching two at, at NC state. We got a yapper. Give me the Wahoos to, to, to get look NC state. Those pieces of shit. Look, Virginia is going to go into Raleigh yeah. all right, at their little, whatever the fuck they call that. city. I forget the name of it. Um, that's one that that's going to hit. That's going to hit Tony Bennett, Tony Bennett. Know. I mean, they, this is one of his worst offensive teams he's had in about 15 years. Oh, it seems like they did beat who they beat. They beat Florida and Texas A&M. Yeah. Yeah, got got yeah. both those two solid wins. They could beat NC. NC State sucks. All right, <laughs> 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 fucking losers. They're just a bunch of losers. Um, I just you're right, but that but I don't know. That loss to Notre Dame was just more Virginia, I thought, than even Notre Dame. It was just a hideous effort they put up with it. Disgusting. <laughs> um, all right, but I'll take it. Why not? A little yapper. Go ahead. Get him. How about undefeated James Madison, who does play tonight, by the way, but at the moment they're undefeated going into Hattiesburg, Southern Mississippi. They got that Brett Favre blood money. All right. Yep. They got Clarence Weatherspoon's Jersey up in the rafters. What 13 points, Jamie, that could be a live dog. That could be a live dog on the money line there in Hattiesburg. Tough, tough little Sun Belt test down there, out there, out there. Now, uh, of course, they won at Sparty. You got to respect that. But other than that, they, they, you know, 
They haven't done anything overall besides being undefeated. Really <laughs> 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 impressive. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I can see him flip it up. You know, I mean, it's, it's bound to happen. You know, little, that's all. Little, little, little two-step trap in uh, Hattiesburg. Little two-step trap in Hattiesburg. I like that. I know um, you're a Pitt it? Panther fan. They're laying nine and a half at Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I well, what do any I chance? Do? Yeah. Any chance you, you're buying some Louisville stock? <laughs> Put that Louisville horse out the pasture. Shoot him right in the eye. Put blue all over that court. I mean, I can't take any more Louisville games. All right. Look, we're about to go. But Sunday, there's a couple matchups. All right. right. You got SMU looking really good this year. They're at Memphis, taking on Penny Hardaway. Memphis is laying three, two and a half, something like that. Uh, we might have a, a live, uh, a live pony, dare I say in, uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Are we to take uh, Memphis would be the favorite of that, right? They'd be the small yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Memphis, Memphis would be favored by three. I think maybe three and a half. Seems like a, not, uh, a, a small number there for sure. The way Memphis is playing. I like Memphis. I like this Memphis team. Okay. You're on the favorite there. Michigan at Penn state. Uh, that line I'm seeing kind of had a push right now. So I don't know if that would be a dog mm-hmm. uh, Michigan's how about Michigan state at Northwestern Tom Izzo and Sparty lay in four, three and a half, something like that mm, in Evanston. Talking. Yeah. Now we're talking, I can get behind I can get behind Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially with them coming off that bad loss to Illinois, get right spot mm-hmm. for the wildcats. Uh, Okay, well, uh, we got that. Maryland's at Minnesota. Minnesota, actually, Minnesota's laying six at home against Maryland. I think the Terps are live to win that thing. That that's it. That's it right there. Jump yeah. on that one. I love it, Maryland. Also, also Frank Martin and UMass are looking pretty fucking good this year. They're traveling to Dayton, Ohio, where they're getting eight, eight and a half against. Married my Dukes. Yeah, they put your your yeah, and Duquesne's looking good this year, man. They're Duquesne looking good. Good, they brought it, but uh, UMass brought the pain to Duquesne. That's for sure. Uh, so I like this UMass team. What do you say they're picking up eight at Dayton? I'll give me all of that. Yeah, let's go on that. Let's People go on that. Ready for this UMass squad. Yeah, Frank Frank Martin. I mean, he took South Carolina to the Final Four. He take K State to like an Elite Eight or something. Yeah, well, we got Padilla and Travieso back there in the backcourt. Yeah, there you go. Hey, uh-huh. uh, fucking Lou Rowe. Yeah, sweet Lou Rowe, Mark Jackson. Um, he was on Temple, but anyway, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> They're all the big Philly's high school squad. Maryland's gonna do. Maryland's live against Minnesota too. I like that. that. I like that. I like that. I like that Terps game. Yeah, let's go. And then, uh, of course, East Carolina's favored by two and a half at home against Tulsa. Lay the fucking point <laughs> with. With the greatest team in all the land, the East Carolina Pirates. All right, that's our show. A couple questions I want to ask you. (laughs) All right, let's do it. Jim Harbaugh, after Monday, is he going to the NFL? Absolutely. He will be, uh, he won't even be there to celebrate. No, he is. He will. He's not going. I mean, I, who's he the next coach of 
Well, he's like Pete Carroll. Uh, I, I like him going to the Chargers. Um, used to quarterback at the Chargers too for a couple of years. Um, yeah. He's kind of like a Pete Carroll situation. He doesn't. He can't deal with this. He's he he burns every place he goes downtown. He wears out his welcome. It's what he does, you know. And like even though he's a god there, I mean, it's going to catch up to him. And and this, and he doesn't need to put up with this NCAA shit. He he needs to get out of there before the hammer really comes down on him, which it is. It's going to come if he comes back. So he'll probably win a national championship, and then he'll be going to the Chargers, and then we got to deal with his fucking family even some more. <laughs> Uh, the UFL was announced. Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently there was a merger, even though I still, when I look, when I look it out there, I see eight teams. It's not the USFL. It's not the XFL. It's the UFL, which I thought we had like 15 years ago with Marty Schottenheimer, but, um, uh, eight teams level of excitement for the UFL for, uh, the bet detective one to 10 on the, the upcoming UFL kicking off what March 30th. I thought I saw. Yeah. So what is it? It's four XFL and four USFL. I, I think it's five XFL three USFL. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's, it's a solid four and a half from what I've said. Have you? Uh, okay. And, and I don't uh, mind well, the merger, but I don't like the way they're merging, you know? I thought that why, why merge? If you already have eight teams, it's not like the, the right. XFL teams had value. No, I it's like know. you had eight teams. You could have just kept playing that. Instead mm -hmm. you merge and add a bunch of teams that don't have any value. Cause they've only existed for fucking one year. All right. Maybe the, maybe the fucking battle Hawks have value cause they sell it out. I don't know, but uh, either way, it's not much value. doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm look, I'm going to watch this football, but I'm bummed. I'm bummed. I thought the USFL previously is better than what they currently have. And, and same with the XFL. Yep. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, folks, that's our show. Subscribe to the college football experience and college basketball experience podcast. And uh, yep. I will be back talking to FCS college football at the top of the hour uh, on the FCS college football experience as we break down the national championship and yeah, make sure you give CJ Sullivan a follow on Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Check out the bottom line bombs podcast. Uh, CJ, I know you just recorded. Just recorded, finished up week 18 contest. Make sure you subscribe to the bottom line bombs with CJ Sullivan stream on its own. It, it, it comes out on the NFL page and the main ship page, but after the football season, it won't be on the NFL page anymore, but the bottom line bombs continues. It has its own feed. So make sure you subscribe to the bottom line bombs with CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. You catch it twice a week live here on SGPN. Boom. Right there, folks. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us a follow the college basketball experience and college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Also subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, like I said, back with the FCS college football experience uh, in about an hour. Also the college basketball experience live every single night of the season tonight. We're back talking college hoops and uh, yeah, check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the bottom line bombs until next time, folks, this is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run, shoot, shoot.